0: listening to Comedy Central hey guys welcome to the podcast happy Thursday to you how are you out there? I'm doing all right today um, Did't get a chance to meditate and I am feeling it boy God this morning I woke up a little bit late and I woke up to my dad rummaging around in his office at about 10 a.m and I knew that he had a podcast taping at 10. yeah, that's right my dad got asked to be on a podcast some podcast about dot or father being a father. And so someone dm'd him and asked him to be on the podcast and so i had to set him up with the recording equipment so that it sounded right got him set up interrupted my meditation to do it went back to my room to meditate and then two seconds later i hear him like yelp in the next room i heard him write a review about a restaurant he was yelping during the middle of a podcast very unprofessional no he like screamed he knocked over one of the ring lights it knocked over some water. It spilled all over. The mic shorted out. He got disconnected from the podcast recording. I mean, it was a whole thing. And um, so mad at me because it's my fault because I've taken over his office and it's so messy in here that he couldn't put his water down without spilling the ring light and the ring light hitting his water. And I have, it's too cluttered and I have too many cords everywhere. And I wanted to scream. I learned it from you, dad this office is messy already. It's your office. I'm ba- I, And it's not my fault. I have ADHD. This is one of the things that goes along with it. I'm not going to apologize for being messy anymore. I. It's not because I want to be, I don't like spilling water on electronics, which is a constant thing I've done my whole life. No one wants that. So I'm, I'm tired of being yelled at about it. And being scolded about things, my room being messy, about me not being able to find anything—it's just like I can't help it. I don't like being this way, so I refuse to be um, to be admonished for it anymore. Because it's if you, you when you yell at someone about something, when you're frustrated with someone about something. Unless they're like actively doing it to hurt you, I don't really think you have two legs to stand on with your argument. Don't it doesn't help yelling at someone about something they're not actively trying? If someone's trying to hurt you, then yes, yell at them. But if no one's trying to actually I don't want to water to spill on my recording equipment that I have to use later on to do a bunch of shit today that I don't want to have to do. Do you think I wanted to do that? And on top of that, do you think I want to be yelled at for it? So I mean. It was just a nightmare getting this recording equipment all back up together. And, um, you know, he spilled water inside a, a like, what's the thing that the, um, you plug into the wall and it has all the plugs in it so that you can have, an like, a um, you guys know the name for it. Inside, you know, it's like a big, uh, oh, here, it's called a surge arrest, a surge protector. Sur- yeah, whatever these things are. An ex- extension cord. Extension cord that has plugs into the big thing. So like you plug it in the wall and then it has a cord going to a bigger thing that has a bunch of outlets in it. Water spilled into all of those outlets. And I'm looking at the outlets. You know how outlets look like they're like, oh, oh. If you look at it, there's like two eyes and then the mouth looks like, oh that's that's the face they were all making as water spilled into their holes. And then my computer wasn't taking a charge. My dad had to use my computer. It's still not taking a charge. This thing is like dying in front of me. Battery is not charging. Well, I know. Why is it not charging? God damn it. Frustrating. All right. So I got it working again. Everything is fine. Um, For now. Until my computer does something weird again. I don't even know what to do with the computer situation. Uh, I, I'm I feeling so overwhelmed by stuff right now. I mean, I um, I have so much more to do today. I have to do a charity show, which I am deeply resenting that I ever said I would do. Um, not because it's a charity show. I also am resenting doing a couple other TV shows that I have to tape this week because you know, it's just my friends ask me to do things and I feel bad saying no. It's not that I even feel bad. It's just like, I want to be active. I want to be making things. I want to put things out. But when i leading up to them, it's just constant dread. I don't know if you guys relate to that where you agree to do something and then on your way to it is just nothing but dread. Even though that when you finally do it, it ends up being pretty fun. Um, I have had to turn some stuff down recently, though, because I'm like, I can't keep putting out podcasts from my parents' house. I don't have enough life. I'm not living enough life to actually um, be interesting on other people's shows. I'm barely interesting enough to do this show on my own every single day and, and coming up with things to talk about and uh, and ways to be introspective that aren't too revealing because you know, I got to keep a little something to myself, which is impossible. Okay, someone just texted me. That is interesting. I'm guessing. I'm 100% guessing. Okay, so I just saw a pop-up on, on my text. It's a male comedian who doesn't reach out to me pretty much ever. I would love if he was asking me to do his podcast, even though I just said I want to turn down podcast because he has a hit podcast. So I'd like him to ask me to be on it. But I'm guessing he's asking me how live shows are on the road, which is all I'm getting from comics right now is – famous comics reaching out to me being like, what's it like on the road? Okay, let's see. Yo, hope the road has been treating you well. Would love to have you back on the pod if you're in LA at the end of the month. (laughs) Okay. Well, prayers answered. I'm not in LA at the end of the month, but his podcast is honestly one that I would go schedule a trip to go be on. Um, So that's nice. I'll get back to him in a little bit. Um, All right. See, that just ended up working out a little bit better than I thought it would last night I made a bold move and I asked a boy who I've been talking to for forever now and who I really like and who bailed on me last week. I don't know if you listened to the podcast a couple of weeks ago, but I was supposed to have a guy come to my show last week in New Jersey and hang out with me. I think it was the episode with Anya and we kind of talked about it. Um, I was going to share a hotel room with my dad that night because you know, I have no problem doing that. But then I thought this guy was coming. So I was like, oh, I'll get an extra hotel room. So I bought myself a hotel room. I dressed really cute that night, kind of tidied up down below, if you know what I'm saying, cut my toenails and um shaved my toes. And he did not even show up. I didn't even ask. We had talked like five days before the show and he was like, I'll be there. And then, you know, the day of the show arrives, I didn't even write to him being like, are you coming tonight? Because this guy is such a fucking flake. I just knew if I wasn't going to hear from him, probably wasn't going to show. But uh, he didn't show. And then he wrote to me the next day and explained why he didn't show. But not really. I mean, like, it's just, it's par for the course that he doesn't show. I mean, this guy, we've made plans probably 30 times in two years and he's only followed through on one of them. And that's not an exaggeration. And I know you're like, Nikki, why would you allow yourself to be treated this way? Why would you continue to make plans with this guy? Because I don't really care. You know, I I honestly, if I got to see him, it would be amazing. If I don't, then it's just more of the same. And yes, it was annoying that I got a hotel room for my dad. Yes, it was annoying that I like put effort into looking sexy. But ultimately, because I put effort into looking sexy, I got a bunch of hot photos of myself because there was a photographer there that night. And I looked great because I thought I was going to maybe get some dick later on. And by, say, by getting dick, I mean, I would have not let him even take his dick out of his pants because he's so worthless and doesn't deserve it. I mean, I wouldn't sleep with this guy. Not even a chance. Well, slight chance. I think I just need to have sex again. And there's, like, only two people I can think of that I'm in contact with that I would let inside me. And he's one of them. But uh, I was kind of putting the scenario through my head of us hooking up. And I was like, no, I don't think I would because I think the only reason he still likes me is because he hasn't been able to fuck me. Girls, it is true. If you don't have sex with them, they will keep liking you. And, for, and I know that you're like, but I want to have sex with them. I should get to do what I want to do. Well, okay. But there's a lot of pain on the other side of that. I just don't trust guys who are already kind of wishy-washy to then sleep with you and then be more committed. It just doesn't work that way. It has never worked that way for me. So, um, so I don't sleep with people anymore, but until I'm like positive that they are, that I want to be with them and that they are ready to, to like make it happen, which honestly, I'm not ready to make it happen with anyone. So, I mean, I'm really not, I'm not willing to have sex until I'm ready to commit to someone. Or they're my ex-boyfriend and I don't really give a shit. But even so, I don't think I'd sleep with my ex-boyfriend right now because even though I just would like to just have sex so that my vagina feels like I didn't forget about it, um, I don't think that's a smart move for me. And I'm really not that horny. I haven't masturbated in like weeks and weeks. Part of that is being home and not feeling like it. But last night, oh, last night, so I was uh, on Instagram and this guy that blew me off last Friday, and we've texted a bunch since then, last night, he like liked a photo of mine. I was like, oh, okay, He's, I, he just liked it. He is like, on Instagram now. I messaged him about something that I actually was curious about. And then he wrote to me and then I boldly asked, him. I was like, hey, by the way, I would be down to meet up with you for like a weekend somewhere if you wanted to. And I know that sounds like I'd be down to go have sex with you somewhere. That's not what would happen. I just want to hang out with this person. And I know we'd have a good time, so it wouldn't be a waste of his time. I don't have that, like, guilt that I usually have with guys, which is like, oh, my God, if I don't, what if I go on a date with them and I don't like them and then I feel bad? This guy, I already like him. I know I would. And it would be fun. And so I I asked him that. And he wrote back. um, Well, I didn't really ask him because he's such a flake. I wrote. I would be down to meet up with you for a weekend if you ever wanted to plan something we'd both end up bailing on. So that was me being non-committal to the not really sticking the landing and not really being vulnerable, although I was and I asked him out because, you know, the book I read or I've read a half of or a fourth of a half of um, that book, Getting to I Do, it says you need to either choose to be the masculine or feminine role in a relationship. And this guy is just never going to be the masculine role he just any plan we've ever made it's never been him asking me it's always like me asking him and um but also no once we went on the date he kind of planned it fuck okay I don't know where I stand with this guy but I just knew last night I was kind of horny for him because I saw a picture of him and I watched some videos which I usually have him on mute because I don't like to see his face and be reminded he exists most of the time it's better for me if I just forget. And then I'm like, Oh yeah, that guy. And then I like look him up. So he's on mute. So I went back and watched a bunch of videos that I've missed since he's been on mute. And I was like, Oh my gosh, I'm kind of horny for this guy. So I tried to like start doing some stuff to myself. Then I messaged him that cause I was horny <laughs> and he wrote back, LOL. What did he write back? LOL. Um, sorrowful emoji, like sweet face emoji. Um, Hard eyes emoji or kissy heart emoji. Then he wrote, I love that we can just be each other. Okay. That's a non-answer. He totally, totally ignored the fact that I asked him to go away for a weekend. And I honestly, I don't care. I only asked it because I knew I checked in with myself before I did. And I was like, are you going to feel really stupid if he writes back? No, or doesn't give you the response you want. And my answer to myself was no. I expect him to, to be disappointing because that's all he's ever been. So then when he was, I really didn't care. I just kind of laughed and didn't write anything back, and I just went to bed. And then this morning I I screenshotted it and texted it to my friends, and we laughed about it, but that was it. And honestly, I kind of did it for the sake of having interesting things to talk about because that would be interesting. If I ended up going away on a weekend trip with a guy randomly during this fucking weird COVID time, that would be good to talk about on the show. And he's the type of person that wouldn't mind if I talked about it. So that's actually what's nice about him. Um, but yeah, he's, he's truly not to be counted on and, and worthless, but, um, I did have a date today that I canceled on speaking of bailing on things, um, with the guy on Raya, it was supposed to be at one o'clock. It is now two thirty, and I just did not feel like I wanted to eat lunch, to be honest with you. And I didn't feel like eating lunch in front of him. He's in Italy. And so on vacation, so he's six hours ahead He offered at 6 a.m. I got a text from him being like, hey, I can meet later if you want to. And I took that as like, yeah, let's push it for indefinitely. And so I was like, yeah, today is busy for me. So I pushed it. And I was like, and also I live with my parents and it's just awkward going on a date in my parents' house. And he wrote back, totally understand. What did he write? Don't worry about it. I fully get not wanting to go on a date while next to my parents. While, while they're, they'd seek, be secretly rooting for you to be the mother of my children, it would inevitably make it weird. Message me Friday or something. We can chat next week. That's sweet that he made a mention of being the mother of his children, even though he doesn't know that I really don't plan on being a mother. I'd like to be a stepmother, so maybe he needs to go have kids with someone else and then hit me up later when that relationship falls apart. Speaking of relationships falling apart, I was so delighted to see um, a pictures of liam not liam Hemsworth, who's the one that was with yeah liam dated miley was married to miley cyrus he started dating this girl shortly after his divorce from miley and there were so many paparazzi photos of them together and they always looked so cute and in love and i was just so just like oh, god of course this per- girl's perfect fucking life um they're always canoodling in the street he was like had his hands in her back butt pockets and she'd be standing on like a stoop and she'd be standing on like the top of the stoop so that she would be a little bit tall enough to kiss him. And they were just adorable. Then last month they got a dog together and they're laughing about it and they're just like, Oh God. And I don't know why I'm jealous. I don't have a chance with this guy. I'm just like, that just, that's the kind of thing I would like to do with someone is like get a dog and, you know, and someone being one of the hottest guys that I've ever seen in my goddamn life. Sorry to focus on hot. I don't really know his personality or any of the movies he's been in. But I do know that Miley Cyrus wrote the song Malibu about him. And also the song I Get So Scared. And those are two of my favorite songs. And so if if he inspired those songs, he's probably pretty cool too. Because those aren't just about how hot he is. So anyway... I project a lot onto this relationship but then there were photos that emerged recently where it looked like he was like in a fight with her and they're walking and they're not getting along and it was just probably just a moment in their relationship which is inevitable in any relationship of course but it was just nice to see that they looked like normal and that they were having a tiff that was reminiscent of ones that i would go through with my ex-boyfriend in the past (laughs) um i posted them on my instagram story and someone was like of course I really don't like how you are capitalizing off paparazzi photos that that was intruding on these people's lives. This isn't a good look for you or something like that. Oh, yeah, he wrote, didn't think you'd be a supporter of pops gaining money from celebs hard times, even if there is a joke in there somewhere. And I go, oh, give me a break. And he goes, always happy to give breaks, Nikki. It was a a surprise is all. Well, I'm sorry. Paparazzi photos, fair game to make fun of. I don't care. I'm sorry. They're celebrities. Um, And I know know that paparazzi killed Princess Diana and they can be incredibly intrusive. And someday when I'm super, super famous, I will hate paparazzi. But me making fun of a moment in a relationship where two people seem to be having a bad time, uh, I don't know. I don't really feel that bad about it. I can't feel bad about every fucking thing I do. As a comedian, you're supposed to make fun of stuff. And if you consider everyone's feelings all the time, you can't be funny, you just can't. So I did feel a little bit bad, but not that bad. And I go, oh, and you know why I felt bad? Because I was like, what if this guy gets out of a relationship and then he heard I made fun of him and now he won't date me. Like that's gonna be the reason Liam Hemsworth doesn't wanna date me, is because I once made fun of him on my Instagram story and not because I'm a 36 year old woman who's probably 10 years older than the, he would ever even date. And I live at home with my parents in St. Louis, Missouri, and he lives in like Bondi Beach, Australia, and dates models. And I'm, um, and I'm a model. Let's be honest. I'm so beautiful. No one can deny it. Everyone writes it to me constantly. I mean, I did get a lot of messages about how how beautiful I am. I don't think I'm ugly. I want to put that out there. My face is falling off my skull like very slowly, like a, an amber drip, you know, the kind of amber that like slides over a mosquito and then they, the mosquitoes preserve for millions of years. And then you later on, you mine dino, dino DNA from it. I don't know why I'm slipping into Australian accent again, but yeah, my face skin is slowly falling off my face. That's okay. That's why when I take pictures of myself or do an Instagram story, it's always from below because that's where my face is facing now is is beneath it's like my face is looking down because it's slipping off my skull but that's just the way skin is i can't be like Gigi hadid and look like an alien i mean she seriously looks like an extraterrestrial and it's because they do this thing where they thread around your fucking head and they pull the threads up so you look like a fucking cat i'm not opposed to having that done but i'm also just like my face is what it is i can't stop it it's too much upkeep Um, I haven't had anything done to my face in so long and I used to get laser treatments pretty much every month and I used to get Botox like once every eight months and then I definitely have gotten injections in the past and stuff and it's all out of my face. Thank God. Now I don't want to get any more injections ever again. It just tends to make your face look bigger than it is. Um, because they fill in all the lines and then the lines stretch out your face. That's why women that have worked on just have like huge faces and I'm just... I don't mind looking my age, which is, is hard because people always constantly have to say when you tell them you're 36 or whatever age you are past 32, you don't look 32. You don't look 36. And it's like, what is wrong with looking 36? I did it the other day at the orthodontist. My technician was 40. She goes, I just turned 40. And I go, you don't look it. And I, I didn't even mean it. First of all, she was wearing a mask on her face. Her face was covered. There was no, there, uh, I couldn't even see what she looked like but I just felt compelled to say that because that's what you say as if looking 40 is so fucking bad. I remember when I was on dancing with the stars and one of the uh, football player that was on the show, DeMarcus, Ware, he goes, you're 34. Oh my God. I could have sworn you were 32. What is the fucking difference? What is the difference? Um, I've got to go because I've got to um, wrap this show up and we got to get to – I found a note from my childhood that says a lot about who I am and I want to share it with you guys when we get back. I'm also going to go through another little tour of my Instagram. I felt that was like cathartic yesterday. We really got into some things there. So um, we'll get into all of that when we get back right after this. And we're back. Um, God, I just had kind of a meltdown because – I was recording this second half and um, was playing with my hair and so much started falling out like so, so much. I don't know if you've seen Alyssa Milano's video where she's brushing her hair, which she's brushing it really hard. I've never once brushed my hair that hard. And since I've been losing it and she pulled out like hundreds of hairs, it was just like, that's what it just looked like for me. I mean, I pulled out and I am playing with like a little rat tail cause I have my hair up in a high bun and my hair's really short right now. And so, you know, the back doesn't reach all the way to the top of the bun. So it's kind of looks like a mullet. I'm playing with like maybe one thirtieth of my hair. I'm really into one 30th today on this podcast. And I pulled out seriously 40 hairs. It's like, it's just falling off my head. And I'm really... Just going to be okay with it because there's nothing I can do. Me crying about losing hair is only going to make me lose more. Oh, my God. I just pulled out so much more. One, two, three, four, five. Five little hairs. And I've already pulled out like 50 hairs. I had to stop the podcast because so much was coming out and it's still coming out. And it's literally from like a little rat tail. It's not even my full hair. I am dreading taking a shower after the run. I'm about to go on. I have to take a shower, which I dr- I never do because so much comes out. It just stresses me out, but I have to take a shower. And um, I, I, I can't even begin to think what's going to come out of my hair. If this much is coming out right now, what is going on? I went to the doctor the other day, two days, yesterday, And uh, she has a plan for me. She thinks it's my hormones, which I know it's been that. And so she wants me to get off a vegan diet, which is really frustrating to me. And I don't want to. I don't understand why some people can be vegan and their hair doesn't fall out like this. And now with me, it's just like my constant life. However, I haven't washed my hair since friday and it's wednesday so maybe that's why so much hair is falling out but i don't think so I, don't, I still think this is way too much for even that amount of time i feel like if i just kept pulling on this hair this little piece of hair i'm playing with all of it would come out i mean it's just a matter of time before it just all decides to come out i really might have to shave my head guys will you still love me even if You know, I I should have shaved my head back when my face wasn't falling off too. Everything's falling. Oh my God, I am pulling out. Guys, I I mean, I can't even tell you. I just pulled out 10 more hairs. And this is already after, I feel like I'm in a nightmare right now. Like this is what happens in my nightmares is I pull out this much hair and then I wake up from my nightmare and I go, oh my God, it was just a nightmare. That wasn't real. This is actually really happening as I'm talking. I feel like I should be able to pinch myself right now. Wait, hold on. I'm going to shake a lot because sometimes that wakes me up from nightmares. Maybe I'm just sleeping. Nope. It's real life. It's real life. All my hair is falling out. I have really, I'm balling this up. It is like so much. Well, whatever. What are you going to do? You know? This would make sense if it was all my hair that I was running my hands through, but I'm really running my hands through like the smallest chunk of hair and it's all coming out and it won't stop. Um... Life is really hard right now, but it's okay. Sorry to share this with you in real time, but I have to tape this podcast because I have so much more to do today. So much more to do. Let me read you um, a note that I found that is so fucking crazy. So my friend Kirsten, for my birthday this year, sent me a bunch of notes that she has that I sent her from back in the day when we we would send notes to each other all the time, which was so risky because I was using like full names in these. But this one, and and talking shit about people, I was so mean. I mean, so mean. Oh, this is nice. Okay, so at the top, I didn't see that it does. I wrote Julia. I was really writing to Kirsten. I said just, and then I put in parentheses, just in case someone finds this. So I call her Julia. January 6th, 1999. Screw the note I wrote to you the other day. It just says stuff you already know. Katie W. didn't come today. I am nervous about finals, but not too nervous. Guess what? I got an 83 on my chapter test in French. Can you believe it? And since there is a curve, it will be a B plus later on. I am so happy. Plus, she wrote at the top, Pa mal, Nikki. And I scratch out my name because I want I, I want to keep it safe from anyone discovering who this is. Okay, so this is smart of me because if people could have connected me to this, it would be bad. She wrote at the top, Pa mal, which means not bad. That makes me feel so much better when she writes stuff like that. Have you ever... Know- <laughs> all she wrote was not bad. And I'm like, Oh my God, that makes me feel so good. That teacher was such a fucking bitch. I talked about her before. Oh my God. She was the worst. I had the worst French teacher ever. She was, we, we, she was the meanest woman I've ever met in my life. I mean, she still strikes fear. I'm scared to even say her name because I'm like, I'm scared of her still. She was so mean to me, made me feel so stupid all the time. And one time she wrote, not bad, at the top of my paper. And I remember that. I mean, I referenced that recently, and here it is in a note, um, 20 years later, 21 years later. Jesus. Um, I saw Katie R. today. She was with Lizzie. She said, hi, like she hadn't seen me forever. Once I think about it, you know how we talked about how people never give us a second glance because they think they're so cool? Well, Katie has always been willing to be friends with us, and I really think that is nice. Oh, okay. This girl is nice. She was a popular, I remember this girl was a popular girl, and she would always be nice to us, and she was the only popular girl that would sometimes, like, accept us into her group. She does at times, numerous times, think she is the bomb and a bag of chips, but she always talks to us like we are humans and not dirt. I was so mad last night because Taylor was depressed, I think. What? She seemed like she didn't care what I said. And when someone like her is mean, it makes me feel like I hate everyone and no one likes me because she is so nice. Okay. I still relate to that. When I have people in my life who are usually in a good mood and then they're in a bad mood, it makes me in the worst mood because I'm like, if they're in a bad mood, then I should be in a bad mood, which sometimes makes me feel like as someone who has a podcast in a platform and who is a quote unquote celebrity, I should always be in a good mood because I don't want people to think that, Oh my God, if Nikki Glazer's in a bad mood, then I should fucking hate myself. Does that make sense? I'll let it go. Um, I realize, though, back to the note, I realize, though that you are always interested in what I say, even if it's like, and then I make some joke. Um, That's why I think we are such good friends. Sorry if I haven't been enthusiastic over the phone lately. I've been stupid. And then in parentheses, in a bad mood. Even though we agreed, that is no excuse. I've been stupid. I don't, I mean, clearly I was already suffering with depression at this point in my life. I think Lauren H looked very cute today. Do you agree? Her outfit and hair was better than usual. I think I'm going to get a haircut. I know this is dumb, but I want to get it like this. And then I drew a picture of a girl with short hair. Like Ellie's and Lauren Machica's but it would look horrible. So I think I'm going to get it layered like this. And then I drew a picture of like Jennifer Aniston's hair. I am not going to do FH for final because I can't go to the meeting tomorrow since it is my, my sister's birthday. I don't know what the fuck that means. Okay. So this is what is, this is the good part. I have to shop for her tonight. She was so mean last night. This is my sister because I brought, (laughs) this is so embarrassing. You guys get ready. She was so mean last night because I brought down my laundry and she saw some underwear from Saturday night that had pee from going at St. Clements and not wiping. Oh yeah. I went pee at St. Clements, which is a school by my house that is still there. Like as I'm speaking, I'm in the same house that I was when I wrote this. So I guess I went to school. I went to pee up at St. Clements where we were like hanging out on the jungle gym or whatever. So I had pee on my pants from Saturday night from not wiping and that had, and gelatin. Oh my God. Gelatin is what we called vaginal (laughs) discharge that we were getting. I didn't get my period yet at this point. And when you're a girl, you have like clear liquid that sometimes like comes out of your vagina, especially when you're like premenstrual. And Kirsten and I were best friends and we were like, do you ever get this weird stuff that comes out of your vagina? And we were both like so relieved that we both got it. So we decided to call it gelatin. So I said, I'm really sorry. This is disgusting. Um, and, and a gelatin that was darker looked like poo. Okay, I guess I was about to start my period any second now because that is what happens when you have your period. She said, so my sister goes, Ooh, who tho- whose are those? Parentheses. She knew they were mine. And I explained about St. Clement's. But she said, well, peeing is not poop, Nikki. My mom was there and she and Lauren were laughing. My mom favors her so much that it makes me sick. And then I said, please scratch that out before you put this in your note bin, which Kirsten did not do because I was able to just read it. I wrote, I quarantined off that whole paragraph and I said, please scratch this out before you put it in your note bin. Write back soon. Love, Teresa. I love that she didn't write that scratch that out because that is hilarious that I was talking about having pants that looked like they had poo in them and my sister made fun of me and my mom and her laughed at me. I don't remember that specifically so i don't think that's very true i never felt ganged up on by my parents my parents have never made me feel like they favor one of us over the other which is pretty impressive because i don't know that i could say the same if i had two kids i mean i do have two dogs and i like one of them more than the other a lot no that's not true not a lot but they're both so different and you can clearly pick one that is better than the other i have to go let me go scrolling through my instagram before we leave here tonight I'm really trying not to freak out right now because my hair just fell out so much. But, you know, what are you going to do? Okay. So here we go. Oh, there's a young comic who I'm super jealous of because she's so fucking funny. It aggravates me. She's doing something hilarious. I'm not that jealous, though, because um, she does, like, a different style of comedy than me. So not that jealous. Here's a meme that says, how I know when my phone's going to be at 100% when I wake up. It's a a meme of a guy sleeping gently. How I sleep knowing my phone's going to be at 100% when I wake up. Okay. That's fine. Um, Not the best meme in the world. Um, Here's a picture of a girl that I get jealous of all the time because she is so freaking tiny. And sometimes girls are just tiny and her hair seems really thick, which is my number one trigger. What, what are you going to do? I don't care. I am so worried about washing my hair later tonight. I can't even stand it. And I really would probably cancel out this podcast and start over because I feel like I'm just droning on about the same thing that no one cares about, but I can't because I have too much to do today. And, uh, and my app just came up. How are you feeling? Let's check in my wellness app where I check in. I'm going to be honest with it right now. Wellness, Checking in, I'm giving this a fucking two. I am close to miserable, as close to miserable as I can get without being miserable because I just pulled 70 hairs out of my head. It's fine. Let's read some of my DMs. Here we go, into the DMs. I'm going to pull up the ones that are requested. These are ones that I do not... um, uh, people I haven't communicated with yet. Hi, Nikki. I just want to say thank you for the daily podcast. Quarantine has been pretty lonely and I've always struggled opening up to friends slash family about mental health. And a lot of them have been unbothered and denying the whole existence of a pandemic. So hearing you speak so openly about your day-to-day experiences has been really comforting. I hope you have a great day. Thank you, Tiffany. That is such a nice note. What's up, Nikki? This is not a DM slide just a you're killing it and a pen pal and invite. I think two different perspectives in life would make for an interesting conversation. I don't know what this person's trying to do. They want to write to me? I can't I can't handle that. Okay, here's one from Haley. Self-compassion. Don't blame yourself for being tired. You traveled so far and sat in front of so many people. Even thinking about that makes me tired. Quarantine feels. Thanks, girl. That feels really good to hear. All right. About depression, Nikki, can I briefly share two things? For depression, the Wim Hof method. It cured my depression that I carried for 10 years. It's not as difficult as it may appear. It's worth everything to get your life on track. And for what it's worth, Rutgers anthropologist and researchers, Dr. Helen Fisher, strongly urges people to not make antidepressants a long-term solution. Finally, on a spiritual note, Advaita and Buddhism are teachings that are similar and explain the blah, 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 blah. Thank you for those. I'm going to read it later. It's just not entertaining for the podcast. Hey, Nikki, I, I seen your podcast with Joe just reaching out because I battle depression as well. Keep your head up. You're awesome. And your comedy specials. I love it. Thank you. That's so nice. Um, someone else saying I have a business idea. Not going to happen. Your personality. This is from Geo. Your personality is girlfriend, fiance, wife, mom, grandma material. Thank you very, very much. Hey, Nikki, hope you're having a great day. This COVID crap is ridiculous. I wanted to see if you'd like to grab a drink sometime. I'm a single dad with an amazing son who lives life to its fullest at all times and laugh at myself constantly. I don't drink and I am not available for a relationship. Um, here's another person. I mean, it's just a lot of guys asking me out and people talking about their depression, which is what I need today for sure. I mean, but do any of these people want to date a bald woman? Because that is what I'm heading towards i have so much to do tonight i'm gonna go for a run right now then i'm gonna do a charity show that i resent having to do then i'm gonna do a podcast with my friend that i don't really want to do but i'm gonna do and it's gonna be fine and then i'm gonna go play um games with my ex-boyfriend and his brother and his fiance, and that'll be fun but i really hope i can talk myself down off this hair falling out ledge i might go take a xanax real quick just to get me through it to be honest with y'all I'm glad you, uh, I really would have taken this part out if, um, if I didn't have any, I have no chance to get a podcast done later. So this is what's going out and I hope, uh, it helps someone. And, um, will you just say a prayer for me that my fucking hair doesn't fall out anymore? It's Really stressing me out. I can't believe I would take a shower later on and see the damage. I really avoid showers so much because of it. I just don't want to look at it. It's like procrastinating. Like I procrastinate washing my hair because I just want to put off seeing how much hair I'm losing. It's all just stuck in a bun right now, but it'll all grow back even if I lose it all. And the person I'm meant to be with won't care that my hair is falling out. (laughs) How do I even attract that person in the first place? Okay. I got to go. Thank you guys for listening. I'll see you tomorrow on the podcast. Squirt, squirt. This has been a Comedy Central podcast.